For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine, and I'm John Wiener. Now it's time to talk with Katha Pollitt about advice for men. Katha, of course, is an award-winning poet, essayist, and columnist for The Nation. We reached her today at home in New York. Hi, Katha. Hi, John. Well, when I saw that your new column is about Jordan Peterson, I immediately had a question. Who is he? <laughs> You're not alone. My friends are so out of it. <laughs> they all have the same response. Who? Who? What are you talking about? Jordan Peterson is immensely famous. He His first book, uh, 12 Rules for Life, An Antidote to Chaos, sold 5 million copies. I don't think you and I together sold even half of that. Uh, <laughs> okay. And uh, it's been sl it's slated for translation into 50 languages. But even more impressive than that, because a lot of people can buy a book and then, as you know, not read it, um, his YouTube channel has get this, 3.68 million subscribers. So you say these best-selling books are crammed with references to Nietzsche, Dostoevsky, the Bible, Jesus, and Jung. We're talking about big-time thinkers here, uh, but what is the message that he finds in all these big-time thinkers? You say it's men should work hard, be responsible, and make your bed. Not sure that's really what Jesus said. Uh, <laughs> Or Dostoevsky, but but Katha, what's wrong with saying men should be responsible? Isn't isn't that what you want too? Well, don't forget the ancient Mesopotamian deities and <laughs> Isis and Osiris, who also were probably not too big on making their beds and figure, <laughs> figure uh, significantly in this book. And we should mention he's the reason I wrote about him is there's a, a new volume. Yes, more rules, more, more rules, twelve more rules for life. Um, well, I think. I think this book, um, the kind way of speaking about it is that it does speak to um, a great confusion that many men feel they they want to get with the program, but they don't really know how to do it. And they want a purpose in life and they don't have one. And of course, women want a purpose in life, too. Um, but they're not fewer of them are going to Jordan Peterson for that. Um, he's he's also quite anti-feminist. Let's start at the beginning here. What is Jordan Peterson's rule number one? Stand up straight with your shoulders back. So you're saying five million men paid $26 to be told stand up straight with your shoulders back? What What is going on here? That's not all. Uh, rule 12 is... Pet a cat when you encounter one on the street. Uh, and I, I see that reduced you to silence. I'm stunned. Well, I'm, a what? Big, I'm a big cat person, so I, I'm okay with that one. I like cats too, but I don't pat them on the street because they a lot of them don't want to be patted by strangers. I know, but Jordan Peterson wouldn't care about that. <laughs> it's not about what the cat wants. 
I looked up the publicity for his new rules, his new book, and according to the publicity, the thesis, the book has a thesis, which is too much security is dangerous, and that's because, quote, unchecked order can petrify us into submission. I, I think we have to agree that we do not want to be petrified into submission. Uh, yeah, he really has a way with words, doesn't he? Uh, <laughs> but before I forget, I have to say that this book begins with a long, what he calls an overture in his pretentious way, in which he discusses all his, uh, his physical problems, um, where he was on this all-meat diet, which he was touting um, that this is just the best thing, just eat nothing but meat, just meat, 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 meat. And then he became very sick um, and ended up, he ended up in a coma in Russia and he was in this coma and he was also addicted to um, various uh, prescription meds. And he talks about this on and on and on. See, people who write these books, How to Live, they very rarely have a lot of self-knowledge. That's probably why they think they can tell everybody else how to live. It's, they're not really paying attention. So he had this whole thing with meat and prescription meds. But nonetheless, you should still do everything he says. I think his basic thing, and I was very soft on him, although it doesn't seem that way because I was having fun and being kind of snarky. But basically, it appeals to the, the kind of rigid anti-woman feelings that some men have where what they really want is a girlfriend and yet, and they don't understand why they don't have a girlfriend. What's the matter with these horrible women? <laughs> I hate them. They won't be my girlfriend. Uh, so um, he basically, so his other, other rules have to do with things like, okay, work as hard as you possibly can on at least one thing and see what happens. So who could disagree with that? Who could um, disagree? And you could see how somebody's kind of adrift in life that, yeah, I should really find something I, I like doing and I should try to do it really well. Um, that's good. And then uh, plan and work diligently to maintain the romance in your relationship. Well, this is straight out of a women's magazine, <laughs> except I love plan and work diligently. That's some sort of militaristic approach <laughs> to dating. <laughs> okay, so the last rule, be grateful in spite of your suffering. And what's interesting about that is that he acknowledges that people suffer. And yeah. I think in America, it's supposed to, we're supposed to be happy all the time. And if you have real serious troubles, you keep them inside. And we don't get a lot of acknowledgement mm -hmm. of, of loneliness, of feelings of failure, of all your personal relationships being very difficult. Um, all that. And, and he, he says, yeah, of course you're miserable and I'm going to fix you. Yeah. Well, you know, he does say there's one other revealing thing related to that. The Amazon page for his new book has an excerpt that begins, don't do work that makes you contemptuous of yourself, feeling weak and ashamed, close quote. Now, of course, that's great advice, but it's interesting that he is acknowledging what many of his readers feel, that they feel weak and ashamed and, and contemptuous of themselves. That's pretty radical, as you say, for an American. It is not very American. It's not very manly. Manly is kind of the opposite of those things, isn't it? Yeah. Um, 
And so I think you have a lot of people who feel their life isn't working out and they have to work at a job they hate and maybe they don't feel they're very good at it, but maybe those two things are related. And because people tend not to be really good at things that they don't enjoy or approve of. Um, Feminists hate Jordan Peterson. Let's just get that on the table. They hate him. And in fact, the publishing company of this book, the hundreds of the young staffers signed a petition, don't publish this. Oh, man. man. That wasn't going to happen, given what his sales figures are. But so he's widely hated on the left and especially by feminists. And I think that's fair. Mm. I'm just amazed anybody can get through this book because it's so disastrously badly written. It's so tedious. It reminds me of like you probably have had students that postpone their paper until the night before. And, but the paper is long. It's like, you have to write 40 pages. And so they just put in everything, everything they have ever known or thought, everything they have read. And that's where you get all this crazy, you know, Isis and Osiris. I'm sure they can come in here somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Well, another one that he brings in that I was sort of surprised to see is he, he has a thing about humans are a lot like lobsters. Oh, lobsters. Yeah. What does he mean by that? You can go to his website and there's all these lobster themed things you can buy, like a necktie, uh, a T-shirt, a cover for your cell phone with these little lobsters. (laughs) And uh, the T-shirt, I think, says hail lobster, maybe that or maybe that's the hat, hail lobster. So the lobster, according to him, is very much like people in the following way um, because of some neurological similarity the fact that lobsters are basically hostile and competitive and territorial means that that's the way people are. I saw that you mentioned this, and then I Googled what is the lobster personality, and the first thing that came up was, despite their warlike appearance, lobsters are actually sensitive and delicate animals. That's from the website animalsofaustralia.com. Well, so now I have to feel guilty again for eating lobster rolls. I was, I thought, I thought Jordan Peterson was giving me permission to have as many as I wanted. <laughs> then I also found on Google that the Swiss government just passed the law stating people can no longer boil a lobster alive. I'm gobsmacked. What will, <laughs> they'll have to take that famous scene out of Annie Hall, remember? <laughs> My point is he seems to be wrong about lobsters. And many other things as and well. And many other things. For example, women. He said. <laughs> For just a take, yes. In in volume two, in the volume I'm discussing, he talks very little about feminism. There's only a couple of mentions because he, I think, because he got into so much trouble in book one talking about them and feminists. And so, but he says, you know, no matter what feminists say, I've seen it time and time again. What women, all women, basically want to have children. And I'm thinking, I don't think so. I think a lot of women wanted to have children, but, you know, maybe 80%. But it's not something all women want. But his thing is, okay, all women want to have children. They are being led up the garden path by feminism to focus on their careers. And then wham, bam, it's too late. You know, they've got fertility problems. But another problem they have is men. (laughs) That I, 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 This is your view. This is your view. This is my view, that the men that this book is written for are not really boyfriend material. 
Yeah, you, you say the basic problem Jordan Peterson is addressing is that men are having a hard time getting quality girlfriends and now have to make more of an effort to be what you call boyfriend material. What, uh, what is the cause of this problem, in your view? In my view, I, I think that um, they haven't really reckoned with, a lot of men haven't really reckoned with feminism and what it requires of them. They still are with the old mindset. And then they're constantly surprised when women put them in the friend zone, for example. Um, At this point, I think we have to talk about incels, involuntary celibates. One of the most searched terms on Google last year, it turns out. What, what advice does Jordan Peterson have for incels? Do not allow yourself to become resentful, deceitful, or arrogant. That's rule 11. It's good advice if you can follow it. But incels love Jordan Peterson. I think there's people like his militarism, his rigidity, his kind of straighten up and fly right, like my father used to say. They like, they want that old, that patriarchal thing. And it's not so easy to find that patriarchal thing in a psychologist, which is what he is. You have to go to, you know, a superhero movie to get that. But now you, you can have Jordan Peterson. Okay, you don't think Jordan Peterson is a good source of advice, despite the fact that he sold millions of books in dozens of languages. Uh, have you got anything better to offer as wisdom for how to live these days? Well, um, my husband and I have been reading out loud for a very long time Marcus Aurelius's Meditations. Now, I have to say that uh, the classicist I revere, Mary Beard, thinks the Stoics are terrible people. Um, they're fascists. Marcus Aurelius was just a major war maker, um, which he mentions occasionally in, in the book. But I feel this book has been guiding people through the struggles of life for over a thousand years. And unlike Jordan Peterson, it's well-written and it's short. And I, at the end of my column, I summarize his advice. Okay, rule one, these are better rules than Jordan Peterson's. Rule one, Try as hard as you can to be a good, responsible, serious person. Rule two, be aware that much of life is out of your control. You just have to accept that. And rule three, in any case, soon you will be dead. <laughs> soon you will be dead. Katha Pollitt wrote about Jordan Peterson's advice for men in her latest column. You can read it at thenation.com. Katha, I don't care what you say. I'm going to stand up straight from now on. Me too. And shoulders back. Shoulders back. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You've been listening to Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine. You can hear more interviews like this one at thenation.com, and you can subscribe to Start Making Sense at iTunes Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Wiener. Thanks for listening. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.